Brand new you in the mix. HotRapMix.com interviews. This is an interview I had with Gifted the Flamethrower, one of Houston, Texas' hottest gospel rappers, rappers for Jesus. And it was a blessing and a great opportunity to talk over the phone with him and have an interview to talk about his music and his life and testimony and and all that. It's good, gifted. Hello? 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 Oh, I hear you. I'm doing pretty good. Um, tell everybody uh, your name and where you're from. Uh, my name is, everybody calls me Gifted the Flamethrower. I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I have been in Houston, Texas, uh, since I was at Katrina, about 10 years, man, a long time, 10, 11 years. That's cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, tell us about uh, Katrina and also uh, how, how you came to Christ. Uh, well, that's... Well, uh, let's go back. I came to Christ in 1999. Well, I grew up in church. My mom always had me in church, man. It was one of those, you know, old school churches where the word is never related to real life. You know, the pastor was a good dude. He was told Bible stories, but he never brought the stories home, man. So it never related to me, man. So I always had one foot in the church, one foot in the streets, but I didn't really have a good understanding. I would have meant to be a Christian. So I used to pray and I got, I got this weed. God, don't let me get pulled over. Uh, God, I'm about to go messages down. Please don't let me get pregnant like that. Really was my prayers because I thought, you know, God was just my partner. I didn't know anything about reverence, uh, obedience, man. And uh, I've been shot in my face. I've had two accidents while I was high, drunk, driving. Children out of ice chest for 
smoke months, living in the hotel, standing in FEMA lines, getting food stamps, just living the nice that I never thought I would ever live, man. So Hurricane Katrina, you know, turned my life upside down, but I can't complain, man, because God was still faithful every step of the way. That brings, that brings me here today. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Oh. Where'd you get your start in making music? I'm sure I'm love with music when I was about seven to eight years old, man. Um, my cousin, uh, he just introduced me to rap, man. You know, Rock Kim, Fennel, Jay, Ghetto Boys, MC Knight. And man, I just, I just fell in love with it, bro. When I was like seven to eight years old. I just started freestyling, and it was just a natural gift that God gave me, you know what I'm saying? And um, I just love it, man, from, from then. And I used, to, I used to be the kid, I'd go into the record store, and I would just buy whatever was new. It didn't even matter, man. So if you look at my tape book, of course, they didn't have CDs or anything like that in the 80s, in the early 90s. But if you look at my tape book, I had N.W.A., Right next to DJ Jazzy Jeff on the first print. I had Public Enemy right next to Kid Clay and Vanilla Ice. You know, so I just love music, man. And I've, I've always loved music from a little kid. Tight. So you, you mentioned uh, Ghetto Boys. I, I know uh, you, you've done some songs or a song or two with uh, Bushwick Bill before. How was that? Man, that was, that was an honor, man, because I used to play Chucky on the piano. And I was a big Yellow Boy fan, man. And uh, just being able to meet that cat on the right level. Because I didn't meet Bushwick in the street. I met him as a Christian. And a lot of people don't know, man, Bushwick is a licensed minister. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, man, meet that dude and being able to talk to him, somebody that you looked up to, your whole life is nothing like meeting them, and especially meeting them when both of y'all uh, at a good place in life. And you're talking about God, talking about our family. So yeah, we did a nice record on this album, Testimony Redemption, man. I, I, was, I was really proud of that record. That's cool. So, uh, Ghetto Boys was... Um... Rap a lot records, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Same record that 007 came from. Uh, tell us about uh, Raw and how you came to uh, get with uh, 007 to to do music with him. No doubt, man. Well, in New Orleans, you know, we didn't know much about Christian rap because that stuff just wasn't touching, you know, my areas of the city. So we kind of thought my wife, uh, my pastor, who is, my pastor is my brother, but we had a record label called Pound for Glory Records. And man, we just, you know, we didn't know anything about the Christian rap genre. We thought it was just us and our people in New Orleans that we was running around with. So when the hurricane hit, I came to Houston. Uh, Faith had it that one of the first people I met was Trey Nine. And um, Trey is the one that really set me down and showed, and showed me uh, showed me uh, about the Christian hip-hop shop. And, um, and from there, you know, I met a lot of people, man. And so, you know, fine wine, uh, I just met all the cats that was grinding in the city. And when Governor 07 came home from jail, you know, he got his life together. And uh, we met 
and we just connected, man, and, um, you know, just running the streets together, doing ministry engagements together, you know, we, we, we came together good, and we just decided just to keep moving forward, and uh, now, you know, we did our first, the first album was just a collaborative album, it was just two artists coming together, so it was gifted and comfortable 70, we did the record called The City Never Sleeps. But sonically, it came together so well, we decided that, man, since we worked together so good, let's go ahead and centralize this thing. And we called it wrong. R.E.W. Ready and willing to spread the gospel another well. That's pretty tight. Um, yeah, so tell us about uh, Cy and Governor Reese. Are they both from New Orleans? Yeah, man, Cy. I didn't know Cy in a city... Uh, I met Sky, you know, once I came in Houston, but he's from New Orleans, because Governor, that's one of my best friends, man. Me and Governor, we've been running together since, shucks, probably like 93, 94, man. Me and Governor was in the streets together, and um, it's awesome to be in the kingdom together. That's a good friend of mine, man, born and raised in New Orleans. Uh, he lived in Houston for a little while, but he since moved back to New Orleans, but... He's grinding with his music. You know, we talk all the time. And uh, all as well with God. Man, I haven't talked to Cy in a minute, man. But last, you know, last I heard, you know, he was doing good, man. Just taking care of his That's cool. Um, you had a mixtape series, uh, Monsters Do Exist. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, tell us about that one. Man, I had did... Uh, I did my first national project with Trey Nine, Much Love Records, and Saint uh, Style Distribution. That's the same distribution company that Reach Records had started out with. Uh, the album was called Street Symphony, and I had such a good response by being my first national release. I had done a local project before then, but Street Symphony was was my last. Was my um my my national release. And um, I had such a good response to it, I just wanted to give back. And so I thought about doing a mixtape. And, you know, once I started doing the music, I was like, man, let me go ahead and just, you know, get everything that's inside of me out. So I did, I wanted to do 12 mixtapes, you know, so I did um, 10 in a row. And I put them out every month. So I put out a mixtape every month, all for free download, man. Uh, it was a blessing. And uh, one key thing is that you get a lot of cats that do mixtapes, and the essence of a mixtape is having a future. You know, so you had, you got a lot of cats that was for a mixtape, but they didn't have DJs, man. So that's significant about my doing big series is that I have a different DJ on every, uh, on every mixtape. It features a new DJ, except about two of them. Well, I had, uh, three of them, I'm sorry. DJ Will, uh, his files got messed up, so he's not on there. And DJ Lace, um, Volume 9, my split is Volume 9. He actually died before I could get the files from him, man. So rest in peace, DJ Lace. Oh, and also the very first one, Monsters Do Exist, Volume 1, DJ Primo did, man. And, uh, you know, he died also, so... There's 12 mixtapes, 11 of them, uh, volumes 1 through 11, called Monsters Do Exist, all for free downloads. And the 12th mixtape 
It's outside of the series. It's called Do It All. And I did that with uh, DJ Files. So Files DJs for McCree and for Tadashi. And all that's for free downloads, man, at imgifted.net. That's tight. Uh, tell us about DJ Primo. Man, Primo, man, Primo was the first Christian DJ I ever met in my life. I never knew such a thing existed. Uh, I knew cats that played music, but not DJ. Man, Primo was a real DJ. But it's Christian music, man. And uh, he was such a sweet spirit, such a humble spirit, man. Uh, so he was an officer in the army. He has he had a beautiful wife, Sue Haley. He had two beautiful kids, man. And um, he sacrificed a lot for the kingdom, you know, doing outreaches and doing all the concerts. And he actually pioneered uh, scratching music videos. Uh, no one was doing that, man. He pioneered that. He taught a lot of DJs how to scratch and mix actual live videos, man. So, I really miss people, man. Uh, I miss him a lot. That was a good friend of mine, bro. Rest in peace, DJ Prequel. Um, do you, do you uh, beatbox or freestyle or uh, can you make beats? No, that's never, I mean, I think if I put my mind to it, I can, you know, I love music. Um, you know, I dabble in piano a little bit, but I just never uh, sat down and tried to be a producer. You know, I believe it doesn't make sense to be a master of all trades, a uh, jack of all trades, the master of none, man, so... But right now, I just stick to the ink pen, we stick to the rapping and the writing aspect. I let the producers, I let the producers be the producers. And uh, I'm more than sure I think that effect. I'm thinking that I'm going to transition into that, you know, somewhere down the line. I think I can, you know. I never tried it, though, but I think I can. Cool. Have you worked uh, with Punton? Uh, we've never worked together, but I mean, that's one of the home parts I'm doing. We've never done any work. We've never done any music together, no. Cool. Um, to, uh, what about uh, Supreme? Supreme, well, yeah, you know, that's sad. I mean, Supreme, um, he does, he's uh, my mixing and my mastering and my recording. Uh, Supreme did The City Never Sleeps with 007 and myself when we came together on that record. He uh, mixed and mastered it and um, he also recorded, mixed and mastered the entire Walk Erica project that we just dropped. Um, yeah, Supreme also, I've got a few beats. Matter of fact, uh, my first CD, uh, my first national CD, String Symphony, Supreme was the lead producer on that album, uh, El Corpion is the memory serves correct. He did maybe about five or six beats on that project, man. So, you know, Dr. and myself, we go all the way back to 2007, 2008, man. That's tight. Um, yes, sir. You already said you're you're married, you have a, a wife and, and kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell us about, uh, you know, the responsibility as a, a father, how you balance your, your music and and stuff like that. Oh, man, well, you know, uh, 
I was raised in a single parent household, and uh, my, my situation was real peculiar uh, because my dad wasn't in jail. He wasn't dead. He actually lived maybe 25 minutes away from me, man, but he just never developed a relationship with me, you know, so uh, I like to say he was that visible man. I can hear him. I can't see him. So, you know, my mom, she raised me, man, and, I, and uh, I've always known that I never wanted my kids to have the same situation of not having a father, man. You know, fathers are important, especially in the young man's life. So, uh, you know, so with my own children, I mean, that was, that was the mindset. I wanted them to have I didn't have. And of course, you know, nothing is perfect. I mean, sometimes, you know, husband and wives, they break up, or boyfriend and girlfriends, they break up, and it breaks up, you know, the family, things happen, but, you know, I am a real advocate for a family, man, and if, you know, you can keep that thing together, it's nothing like having a two-parent home, so that's what I always wanted to give my children, and I try my best to do it. You know, I'm not perfect, but, you know, I try my best. That's cool. Uh, have you spoken or ministered at schools, churches, jails, or prisons? Uh, what, what places have you been? Absolutely not. I don't really have a focus on it. I love you know, you asked me about uh, how my family, man. My family is first. You know, I make sure that I hang out with my kids as much as possible, you know, along with doing my music. I make sure I take my wife on dates, you know, be with a lunch date or a movie date. You know, I make sure that, you know, I stay involved with my family so that way they never feel like uh, music is my mistress. But um, far as the focus, I mean, I do anything, anywhere music or my speaking takes me, man. So yeah, I do prisons. As a matter of fact, prison, the prison engagement is probably my favorite, man. If I had to just gauge, you know, the experiences that I've had. I love that prison ministry. Uh, that's one of my favorite things. But yeah, I do, uh, can't really do school ministry, but, you know, because there's a separation in church and state, I do a lot of school assemblies, and I have an entire uh, set of music. I have an entire set of music geared uh, strictly towards schools. So, um, so yeah, I, I do schools, I do prisons, I do it all, man. That's just, that's just how I get down. Okay. Um, what, what kind of, uh, music, uh, uh, what kind of music, I mean, uh, how, how does your music, like, relate with people, like, or how do people relate with your music? I mean, music is subjective. I mean, you know, everything isn't for everybody. So, I mean, there are some people that absolutely hate my music. <laughs> but then, you know, there are some people that love my music, man. Um, you know, I bring to the table, uh, I bring together bars, you know, your similes, your metaphors. I also bring forth truth. I bring forth the word of God. I bring forth, you know, just real uh, reality music. I'm extremely transparent. I do a lot of testimonial songs. So, I mean, it's been my experience, you know, uh, for the most part, man, people really relate to my music because that's how I write. I purposely write to pierce the heart of man. You know, I don't want to rap the future of 
I want to rap to their hearts. So that's that's my actual goal when I pick up a pen, man. So, you know, it's been my experience. For the most part, people love what I do, man. But just being absolutely transparent. You know, some people hate what I do. I mean, you know, I've had some East Coast cats say, you know, it's too down south. But hey, man, I'm from New Orleans. I'm from the south. I'm not supposed to sound like I'm from Philadelphia. So, uh... <laughs> So, I mean, it is what it is, man. But I, that's not really my focus. I have a mission. And now I'm a firm believer. Uh, it's always best to fully focus on those that God uh, has ordained you to focus on, man. That's what I do. I don't really pay much attention to the naysayers and the negativity and things of that sort. That's cool. Um, what, what's... Uh... What what kind of vision do you have for your music? Uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's not my will, it's God's will. But uh, my will is to reach as many people as I can, man. And I'm not really trying to speak Christianese, because uh, I'm a real, you know, I'm a real normal dude. But my, my vision is to reach as many people as I can reach. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm fully dedicated to the Word of God. And it says they here need the 99 to go up to the 1. So whether I sell one copy or 99,000 copies or 99 million copies, uh, it really doesn't matter, man. But I always put for my best foot, you know what I mean? If I'm frying an egg or if I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I want to fry the best egg that I possibly can, and I want to make the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I possibly can. So when I'm doing my music, you know, I put forth hundred percent of the effort and of course you know I want to see a, a return on it you know so uh my vision is to reach as many people as I can to create an alternative you know to give people positive godly music to combat the negativity and the devilish music that's flooding the mainstream airwaves and um just to be a vessel man a vessel of God's will you know that's, that's, that's my vision that's what I do that's what I've been doing, and that will never change, no matter where I'm at, what platform I'm on. It'll never change. Man. Um, I, I just remembered uh, uh, Ray Jasper and uh, the the whole Life Radio, D, DJ DMD, and Literati, and some of the others. I think you were on there. Uh, how was that? Yeah. Man, uh... That was interesting, though, because you you had a guy, Ray Jasper, on death row, and not not on death death row with the aspect of having 20, 30 years. I mean, this dude reached out to us when he had maybe about a month to his execution date, and for him to reach out and encourage us. The way that he did, I just really felt like it was a message from God, man, because, like I said, I've been shot in my face, uh, I've faced death many times, and I can promise you, uh, every time I face death, uh, I'm thinking about the circumstance, let alone thinking about encouraging somebody else. So for that guy to do that, man, it really touched my heart, and we prayed for him. And uh, we, my prayer is always for God to have his will, you know, and, um, but that was really life-changing, man, to have that dude 
waiting on his death to reach out and recover Jeff. And he also sent me a personal letter, you know, just personally encouraging me. And then another man, he just reminded me to be bold and to go hard and, you know, that he appreciated my music and for me to never stop it. And um, I celebrate him, you know, he did wrong uh, according to the laws of the land. Uh, he was punished according to the laws of the land, but uh, I'm a full believer based on his confession. You know, uh, he's going to meet the Lord. So, I mean, I appreciate Ray Jasper, and I'll never forget that young man as long as I live. Um, what are what are some other letters or or um, or responses to your music that that are memorable? Man, the most memorable things, the most memorable things are always when people uh, let me know how their lives are touched. Uh, I'm not the cat. I don't need the pat on the back. I don't need the. Oh, you got bars. Oh, you can rap. Oh, that that doesn't do anything for me, man. I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong, but um, but that doesn't do anything, man. I love when I get off stage when somebody comes and gives me a hug and tells me that my testimony touched them or they're going through the same thing and something I said, you know, encouraged their walk in life and their walk with Christ, man. Those are the things that add fuel to my fire and it really keeps me going, man. Right. Um, yeah, um, I, I've seen uh, how, how uh, Train On uh, and Pyrex, how, how Pyrex, you know, like, uh, you know, he... he where he came from and where he is now, and so I, I've seen, you know, the fruit of of, uh, of of the ministry of, of you know, H Town, you know, music and stuff, uh, Christian rap. Yeah. Um, uh, how 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 has it been, you know, like working with with you know different people in the streets and with the music and all that? I mean, I love working with people. I'm a people's person, you know. Um, uh, that's just who I am, man. I am an extrovert. Uh, I can be introverted at times, but I love people, man. So my experience is always good because even in the bad, I'm going to find the good in the opportunity and the situation. So it's an honor to be on the battlefield with my brothers, man. Be it Pirates, be it Victorious, be it J Knights. I mean, I don't really care who the soldier is. I'm not into the names and things of that sort, man. I just love to see. I'm saying my soldiers on that field uh, waging war against the enemy, man, because the kingdom self of violence, the violence taken by force. And that's exactly what we go do. That's what we've been doing. That's what we're going to keep on doing. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, been outside the the U.S. to, to uh, perform? Yeah, yeah, I've been to uh, Rotham and London, England. And I've been to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Yeah, and, um, you know, those, those are the two international places that I've been. Uh, were, were they Spanish in Brazil, or did, did y'all, like, rap in English? No, well, we had interpreters uh, in Brazil. They speak um, Portuguese. So, uh, it was, you know, it was that, that really gave me an idea of how powerful 
just hip hop is, man, because although they couldn't understand the word we were saying, uh, they felt the music, they felt the vibe, because although we can speak with an interpreter, it's no way to rap with an interpreter unless, you know, you've already rehearsed and practiced that, man. So just to see how music is really a universal language, man. And, you know, we were well received. Now I was out there in Brazil for maybe about two weeks, man. And uh, it was a blessing, man. It was a blessing. Um, so are you, are you more like, uh, like, uh, into like old school or are you, uh, into new school or are you pretty much versatile, like with both styles? I, I, I remember the, uh, uh, that much love, uh, uh, was that dance project, Love to Dance? And then, yeah, Love to Dance, yeah. A lot, a lot of your, uh, songs, uh, you, you kind of go with like a lot of like old school kind of beats and stuff uh so uh tell us about that um no i don't really have a preference man i just like music uh i don't care if it's old school or new school it's i don't really go with a, a game plan man if i hear a beat uh, somebody sends me some production if the words come to my head then that's what i go with i don't really have a preference man i don't really care to be honest with you uh, whether it's old school or new school, but I mean, just appreciation. Now, you want to just talk about appreciating music. I definitely appreciate the 80s and the 90s era of hip hop more than what I do, you know, your 2000s on down, man. You know, uh, music is really watered down, it's trash. And I'm not just talking about the message. I mean, even putting the message aside. It's just the approach to songwriting and things of that sort, you know, hip-hop is losing its essence, man. So just on that level, I appreciate the 80s and the 90s, you know, way more than I do now, man. Now it's just, it's horrible on every level. Uh, random uh, question. Uh, do you, have you ever done uh, drawing or painting or are you into art? Uh, or do you have any like secret talents? Nah, man, I don't have any secret talents. Uh, I can't draw at all. I appreciate art. I mean, I love art, you know, but uh, nah, I can't. No way, Jose. It's not my thing. Cool. Well, um, I was thinking of something. Uh, oh, athletes. So, uh, what, what do you think about like, uh, like? when the athlete gets a hold of like a, a Christian artist's uh, music and endorses it like uh, like like uh, Jeremy Lin uh, or, or some other like sports player like what 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 uh, what do you think could like possibly you know promote gospel music to like TV or movies and stuff where more people will, will hear you know about Christ I mean, I think it's awesome. I mean, you know, sports and hip-hop have always been, you know, first cousins. I mean, you know, all the all the sports players want to be rappers and all the rappers wish to play sports. It's always been that, you know. Um, so I love it. You know, I love when I see uh, anyone mainstream, you know, be it Quentin Dempsey, Jeremy Lin, uh, Steph Curry, you know, when those cats... Uh, solidify artists and endorse artists is always cool, man, because 
it shows people, and at the end of the day, people are followers, man. You know, uh, they follow what's popular. That's why it's called pop culture. I think it's amazing. I mean, I just wish that we had more support, you know, because I truly believe, um, not just in faith, but just in my own experience, I know how powerful this music is. I know how life-changing this music is. And sonically, I know how dope this music is. This music is, man. And, and, and you can drop me off in the middle of a Young Jeezy concert, and I'll rock that concert the same way Young Jeezy is rocking it. The people would not care, man. People love Jesus. People love God. We make it difficult present the message. Uh, we are overly judgmental on how people receive the message, man. People want to hear positivity. I don't care who you talk to, man. The toughest gangster, the toughest killer. Everybody have pain and hurt in their hearts, man. And uh, I know how influential music is. And if you if you put the right message wrapped up in the right music, man, you can really do some damage. I mean, think about it. If you ask anybody to say their ABCs, they're going to sing the song. You know what I'm saying? They, they're not going to go A, B, C, D. No, they're going to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, because music just translates differently, you know, to every human being, man. So, you know, I believe it's growing. It is growing. I don't believe uh, the genre is growing. And as we grow, you know, more people are going to adapt to it. And I just hope that the artists are able to remain humble and to remain on task and to not get uh, put off task by the pats on the back or by the accolades. I don't ever want to get to the level where the people are raising their hands for me and not for Jesus. That's a bad level. Amen. Um, what... Uh, what albums uh, or where, where can people find your music or are you on social media? Uh, everything is at welivewalk.com welivewalk.com you hit that website man it connects you to everything my bio the mixtapes the videos you know dates uh, music apparel you know we have our walk here uh, everything is there man welivewalk.com real easy and uh, Instagram, The Real Gifted, and Twitter, The Real Gifted. Well, thanks uh, for, for talking uh, to me in the audience. Um, uh, do you have any closing words you want to say? No, man, I just encourage you, you know, in all your future endeavors. I mean, you know, you've always been a big supporter of us artists, man, and uh, I don't... I, I definitely don't think it's nightly, man. And uh, I just encourage you, keep pushing. You know, God has given you this vision, dog. Run with it, go hard with it, man. And I appreciate the opportunity that you have given me to run my mouth for these few minutes and, you know, talk to myself. And, um, you know, to everybody under the sound of my voice, man, there's no love like the love of Jesus Christ. Uh, he never promised us perfection he promised us process man everywhere i go i see that church was never designed to be a museum for perfect people it was designed to be a hospital for sick people and so even if you had seen some bad representations of god please don't judge god based on our 
bad behavior, man, because we human beings, we flawed, we gonna screw up. You might hear me talking today and might see me do something stupid tomorrow. But God will never fail you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you, man. So lock into your local church and, uh, man, let God speak your heart, man, and support us as artists. We need your support. And let's keep each other moving, man, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, once again, uh, uh, thanks for the opportunity to talk to you, man, and ask you some questions and get to know you more. And- and just know your heart and let let the world you know, hear hear it as well and, and to glorify yes, sir. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you for the opportunity once again. I'll take you Amen. Well it's nice talking to you, gifted. Hi my man, nice talking to you, bro. Alright. The song that I'm about to play was originally made by Trey Nine. But Gifted used the song for his mixtape. The song was put together in memory of DJ Primo and encouragement for people who struggle with depression. Words of advice for people to you know seek help if they have thoughts of suicide. But now I know you sitting down and join the tape. But on April 3rd, 2012, I lost a friend of mine. Shout out to DJ Primo. May you rest in peace forever, homie. I ain't got time to worry about why you did it or why you didn't do it. All I know is I lost a friend. And we did this song for you, dog, straight from the heart. Shout out to your family, man. What up, Sue Haley? Yeah. Monsters do exist. Miss you, boy, you was my people Yeah, your life proved this world is evil How can Satan deceive you? Yeah, depression is as ill as disguise It got me speechless when I look into your children's eyes I know our father's great sufficient So I'm wishing that he let you in them gates Through faith you went from atheist to Christian And Romans 10 and 9, let me know it's better times Cause I know you believed our father rose after he hung and died more than music, bigger than rap I know you up in heaven, hit him with that primo scratch Reality sets in, and dog is still hard for me Primo was my DJ, spin them records hard for me Speaking for logic to stop the malicious gossip Whatever it was, it's between him and the highest My love never wavers, it is what it is My prayers only the best for Suhaley and the kids Just the other day, you was mixing on the ones and two But now you did and gone, you made it home Now I'm saluting you. And now I'm like Faith F. Sink and I'll be missing you And reminisce on how you were the coldest DJ I ever knew, knew Yeah, you fought for my freedom I see the truth, follow by your leader Until the next time we meet again I'll keep pushing through and fight the good fight of faith Cause I know that's what you would do This the hardest verse I ever had to write Trying to use eight bars to sum up your life When the news broke, then the tears fell I cried so hard to the point that my eyes swell The last thing I did, the last thing I said The last time I saw you, it's playing through my head I told you I love you, I meant it from my heart I salute you, soldier
Tell you right now, suicide is never an answer. You should never apply a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Grab a hold of somebody, a pastor, a mother, a father, a friend, a stranger. Open up your heart when you have these issues and these problems, man. I promise you, through the grace and mercy and guidance of God and prayer. And fellowship, man, you can make it do anything in this life. Don't give up on you. Don't do it to yourself. Don't risk your eternity. Don't do it to your family, your friends, and your loved ones, man. Yeah. Primo, I love you, dog. Let's get back to it, wait up. <laughs> 